Hello, this is Black Book Talk, the September, the uh, 2021 edition. This is Obi Hill. And Emma Jackson, fourth book woman. And Patricia Hill Welch, librarian emeritus. I'm on site at a real interesting experience at Third Eye Bookstore. And I'd like to just say, uh, this is a very, very pleasant experience. And I'm sitting here with Charles, co-owner. Could you uh, introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. My name is Charles Han. I'm the co-owner of Third Eye Books, Accessories and Gifts, along with my wife, Michelle Lewis. Well, tell me, we're over at uh, 33rd and Southeast Division. Uh What prompted you to uh, locate here? Well, it was by chance, by actually, because we originally, this is our second location. We've been in existence since 2018. We had our first store on 160th and Division. And back in 2018, we started in the winter, 2019. Of course, COVID came. Uh, We were out of the country in, in February of 2020. And we came back and the United States was just getting ready to go into lockdown. So we started scrambling and what happened was the manager who actually the owner who owned the building that we were staying renting in, he sold the building, California investors. So we were in a building with a couple other small BIPOC business owners and we just had to go online because at that time our internet business hadn't been boosted yet because of some, we'll get to that in a minute, but what had happened is our storefront we had all this inventory, we had no customers. So we had to go online and I put all the books online and got it in the storage bins and then fast forward until May of 2020 when uh, George Floyd's life was taken from him and the aftermath of the community protests. One of our followers had dropped our information about our store in a Facebook chat room and we just got exploded from there since. So that's when the online birth happened in 2020, but we've been around since 2018 in the physical spot. And we got here whew, by the grace of the creator and our ancestors and people in the community who wanted this bookstore to happen. I was on Craigslist <laughs> on a January right after just looking for this, just looking and I seen this spot come up on Craigslist and I says, oh, no, this can't be created. I'm not ready for this. So I call the number. The landlord who answered the phone, long story short, is good friends with our previous landlords. So the circle was complete there. So I said, well, this is the spot. His first question for us about our bookstore was, you're not going to be a weed shop, are you? I'm like, no, because... Everyone wants to open another with not hey, it's business is business, but we're a bookstore. And that was our way into this spot on 33rd now and, and, and division. We've been here for two months now. Wow. Let me say this. I'm so happy for you, Charles. Thank you, sir. And and and, and your wife. Uh, we need a bookstore in Portland. Mm. 
that specializes in what you were doing. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Emily, so see, you got any questions? I was wondering, are you strictly a bookstore or are you a reading room too? So can customers, are there spaces for customers to sit, have coffee and read while they're there too? That, that's our ultimate goal, Miss Emma. We are 500 square feet. We're about big as your living room. And so what we have is our books on the walls. We do have some chairs for people to sit, but we do not have a reading room. Our ultimate goal is to capture something what Reflections once had, a place to browse, a place to sit, a place to conversate, a place to sip coffee, a place to do business. So we're, we're in the process of starting that, ma'am. Well, you know, I have to say, I was in there about a week ago, and even though it's, there's not a lot of places to sit, there is still something very cozy and really very sweet about the store. I just, and, and, and it was actually larger than I realized, but there's something in, the, in the, the setup of the store that encourages people to like stop and talk to each other. Mm. So that kind of meeting place feeling that Reflections have, I think you certainly have. And um, your stock is wonderful. I mean, the variety of books that you have, uh, you have this wonderful, like special collection. Could you share that with people? The books that you have, they're not for oh. sale, but- I just, yeah. that, I, I feel like that's part of the spirit of your bookstore. Yeah. Well, I think Brother OB said it on the intro is what we're trying to create is an experience for people, uh, a black literary explosion experience, because we intentionally did this this way by putting black people first, black authors first, black families first. Our store is set up where a uh, whole family can come in, dad can find a book, mom can find a book, an uh, elder can find a book, and a child can find a book. What we're trying to do is to create a sense where people who are not from our community can come into our bookstore and find a master writer, James Baldwin, Toni Morrison. What usually people have is only like, only like a one type of book about those writers, but we have about five or six or seven eight different type of offering, offerings from those writers. So we kind of expand their knowledge based on a James Baldwin fan, expand a Tony Morrison's fan base and things like this. I kind of say we don't have books that are, are worthy of everything. We don't sell nonsense, you know, <laughs> but what we try to do is try to capture some books that change people's lives. And one of the collections you was talking about, sister, is a collection that was donated to our store. Yes. We're in a, a, a very fortunate position of people giving back to our store as we give back ourselves. A random caller from Hawaii had run into some books and he had cleaned them up and he said they were from the library of Maya Angelou. So Sister Emma, you know, people say everything on the phone. People tell you everything. And as he said, I wanted to give them to your store because they didn't feel right in his possession. He wanted to make sure other people had access to these books. And so over the phone, I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Books from my Angela. Oh, yeah, bring them on. Just send them to us. You know, I'm not thinking he's going to follow up or anything. Two weeks later, a white box shows up on my doorstep. We have about 10 books from the library of my Angelo on display at our store. Not just any books. These are books that were gifted to her from other writers, such as Alice Walker, Margaret Walker, oh, you know, I, I can go on 
And then there's books that were given to her by publishers want Maya to read the book so she can say, okay, get this book. So we're having those on display. They're up for people to see. I, I, I'm so crazy. I'll let you hold the book because, you know, it's, it's, it's something I think that Sister Maya Angelou would want for people to experience her greatness. Now, there's a book in there from uh, Nikki Giovanni that has a dog-eared page that I'm saving for myself because that's something special. No, I will say this, uh, and I think Sister Maya would agree. If you're going to have people have a, a number of people having those books, get yourself a box of white cotton gloves because after a while, that oil yeah. from their fingers could be yeah. damaging. And these are absolutely works you want to preserve. I mean, to look and see the autographs, the signatures that are in those books, yeah. that's just magic. But yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it's Most just definitely. wonderful that you have that. Yeah, note taken. And we'll do that. Even to our artwork on the walls is original Black Panther paintings, Black Panther artwork from the protests. Here it is, a community member seeing our story. And she said, hey, my whole living room was filled with this Black Panther artwork from her husband who was involved in the politics of the Panthers in the 70s. And she said, can you find a space for it? Mm -hmm. And so she brought them down and we got them framed up and we're trying to make the giving back to the community of what, what exchange is and stuff like that. So we were happy to have our pictures and sessions and books from a famous author. Do you only sell new books or do you have secondhand books also? Well, <laughs> at this time we do have only new books and some slightly used books. Our space, ma'am, it really permits us from not getting too much into the used books because me personally, I would love to start buying used books, especially to get them exchanged to other people. Because even myself, what I've been doing is going through my own personal books and books I know other people need to see, I'll put it out there in the used bin or the bin over here. So we don't have a lot of them. We got a few of them, though. But as we expand and grow, we hope to get used books and be able to buy books from community members, too. Do you still have a mail order component to the business? where you mail books to people, people uh, buy them online and you mail them? Oh, yes, ma'am. We do that 24-7. Uh, Actually, this is the last day. We're going to close our website down for a one week, and me and my wife are going to take off to Jamaica and not worry about the website. So we're going to close that down. But, yes, we are mailing all around the country. We, we have mail to all 50 states. What are you taking to read while you're in Jamaica? Woo, boy, I that, that is still a work in progress. <laughs> I got, I'm trying to go too deep. And I, I usually read three books at a time. I usually read one political, uh, some self-help, and something crazy. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I usually read three books at a time. But I haven't made my mind up yet. Might be in a comic book in there, too. All right. Good question. So let me say this. They are in a whole new mode of operation. And I'm very happy uh, to see that there is a baton being passed. 
And I know we've been doing Black Book Talk for what, 20 some years? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and so that uh, baton gets a little shaky in your hand <laughs> as you get older. And I'm so happy to see Charles and his wife picking up that baton and carrying it further. Thank you, sir. Uh, that's what we wanted to do. And thank you for the acknowledgement because when we started, actually when we lost our store, no, I'm gonna back up a little bit. Before our store, I'm getting ahead of myself here. This whole thing started on my wife's idea of, she wanted to, she, my wife has a passion for t-shirts, you know, mining my black business, something black and Afrocentric, her beautiful black self. And so I'm a natural for books. So I said, baby, we can do the books too. And so we started in our back bedroom. <laughs> with just her t-shirts and her body butters. And, and we had family and friends come to our house. And then we started our first vending event and it was at Woodlawn Park Church over on Deacon. And I brought a crate of books with me that one day. And I think I sold two books. They were my own books. I, I haven't even had an account yet. I, haven't, I didn't know anything about Ingram, didn't know anything. I just knew I needed to sell books. So I sold a couple of my own personal books and I said, okay. And then I think I opened an account up with IPG and got some books and then we started vending. And at our vending events, people were asking us, do you have a store? Do you have a store? And we were like, we needed a store, we need a store. And then we found our store up on 160th. On 160th, we sold more t-shirts, more body butters, more African medallions than books. And, and, and it's sad to say, it took a man to lose his life for us to really start selling books. And that's George Floyd. I, yeah, because I noticed while I was in there, you have a, a, a multi-racial um, yeah. customer base. Cause yeah. I think, uh, you know, you are really fulfilling a need for people who want to understand, who didn't know what they didn't know maybe, but want to understand. So yeah, yeah, I can see that. And I, and I can talk to that and you know, it's, I wish I could say the demographics were different, flipped upside down, that we had 90% black customers and 10% white. I can honestly say that, but right now we have 90% white and 10% black, but guess what that is a reflection of? The state, mm -hmm. it's a reflection of the city. But what we're seeing is, like you said, Miss Patricia, those folks from different communities who want to be involved, who want to get activated, who want to find out more information. And who, made, who, made, who drove this point home to me was I had a conversation with uh, uh, Paul Coates, Ta-Nehisi's father. Mm -hmm. He was talking about how books, he's been selling books, you know, 45, 50 years. Yep. And he said the shift this time is People aren't looking for the first editions of this. People aren't looking for the a book on this and put it on the shelves. People are looking for a, a book, read the book, then apply some of the steps from the book and actually trying to give credit to the person who wrote the book. <laughs> so it's kind of like a, a kind of a big shift now that we're actually seeing people kind of use some of the things they're learning from the books in the streets, so to say so. So that's good to hear. You know, you're, you're actually the title of the store is not just books, it's books, accessories, blah, blah, blah. 
Could you tell us about some of the other services? I have to admit, yeah. when I heard you say body butter, I did kind of get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So what uh, other kinds yeah, of uh, do you have? Well, we have uh, earrings, <laughs> African medallions. We have uh, candles. And these are mostly by Black entrepreneurs who created this. This is from my brother who creates these from South Carolina. I've had this for three years. So it was really good material, good stuff. Uh, my wife, we, we were venturing into the t-shirts, mm -hmm. but where we are at and what we are doing, t-shirts, we might just do t-shirts with our logo on them right now. <laughs> so those are the accessories. Uh, tarot cards are real big. Oracle cards are real big in this community. Uh, so a lot of things like that. Crystals, my wife is venturing some crystals and some stones. So if people are looking for, for gifts, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. going to up. If people are looking for gifts, you're a destination. Okay, I want to back off and let OB or Emma in because I have uh, I to be asked OB? I was wondering how you chose the name for the shop. Wow. Well, Third Eye Accessories and Gifts, LLC. We wanted the organizers on the LLC because Third Eye is going to be its own entity. It does. We want this to become something that doesn't need us in the future. We're trying to be able to give this and maybe put this around the country, you know, package it up in every neighborhood we can. But third eye comes from, ma'am, just that piece right up on the top of the chakra that some people have it fully open. Some people don't even know it's there. Some people is partly open. What we hope to do is expose some literature that's gonna affect your mind, body, and soul that's gonna open that third eye where you can see some things that's been right in front of you all along, if that makes any sense. So it's okay. coming from a, we, me and my wife, we are, uh, we, we, are, we practice Kemetic spirituality from ancient Kemet, Egypt. And that's just honoring our ancestors, ourselves, the people like us here, and the people who, are, who, are, who need to come before us. And so we put those first and foremost and just acknowledges of our higher consciousness needs to come out. And the cool thing is we have an Instagram page and our website is third eye bag, B-A-G. That's just a play on uh, books, accessories and gifts. I wondered about that. Okay, third eye bag. And we've had phone calls from community members. Well, one phone call who said our, our eye was backwards on our sign. Uh, he said that we were had the, the sign for evil. Odd. And I just had to, I just had to remind him that we have two eyes, the left and the right, and we chose the right eye, which is the all seeing, all that. <laughs> has nothing to do, but he wanted to go into some conspiracy thing. We just don't have time and day for that. <laughs> there's always there's always a conspiracy about something. So I, oh, yeah, yeah. right. I don't know, Ob. Did you all have a conspiracy somewhere? <laughs> you know, peace and contentment is a, a very pleasant experience. <laughs> and when I come to the third eye, that's how I feel. Mm. Yes, thank you. You know, can I ask you something before you you go off to Jamaica? I I, I don't want us to leave this show without you making some recommendations, sharing some books that you love. Okay. Because, like, you know, we, we, we're going into a new season. We're going to be, okay. many of us will be in, in the house a little bit more. Mm. So can we have some titles we can curl up with? 
Woo, okay. Do you want me to go get them? Let me go get them. I mean, we, well, you know, we all have, yeah. Oh, okay, well, just tell us about them. Well, let's say this. While, while, while Charles is going to get those two books, I want to remind you that you're listening to Black Book Talk, the September edition, 2021, on KBOO. All right. I'm a visual type of person. A okay. uh, book that I'm really excited about is uh, Carol Anderson's book, The Second. Race and Guns in a Fatally Unequal America. She's a writer for White Rage. That's her last book. This book explores, it's not a, it's not a gun book. It's not a pro-gun, it's not an anti-gun. This book, from what I was reading about, is about how the Second Amendment is an attack, really, upon our blackness. On how this whole thing with the white, uh, white right gang grabbing all the guns they can is nothing new. They've been doing this for centuries. Centuries. And so this is something I'm excited about. Uh, two books I'm going to take to Jamaica. I got them for you. Okay. One is Sister Keisha's book, No God Like the Mother, by Keisha Jose Smith. She's a Portland writer. She won Oregon Book of the War, uh, book Oregon Book of the Year for 2020 for non for fiction. Could you spell her uh, her last name? Well, no, her, actually her full name. Uh, K E S H A. Middle name a Josie A J. O-S-E, last name is Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R. And it's No God But the Mother? No God Like the Mother. Like the Mother. Uh-huh. And a book just came in, it's, it isn't out until February. All my little youngsters that love Tupac, they're going to want to read this. This is the FBI war on Tupac Shakur, state repression of black leaders from the civil rights era to the 1990s. This is the second edition. I got the first edition. So I'm anxious to see what he put into the second edition about how he followed. And who's the author of that? Uh, John Potash, P-O-T-A-S-H. This comes out uh, October 16th, I believe. Okay, and could you give us the name again of the author of the second? Uh, the second book is Carol Anderson. Carol with a C, C A. Okay, I see it's C A R O L and the usual spelling of Anderson. Okay, these are the types of books I take on trips with me. <laughs> good, 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 good. Things like that. But you know, I just recommend if you want to get into something. Here it is. People are looking for books easy to read. People are looking for something that's going to take them away from political stress. Uh, environmental stress, talking about COVID or things like this. And what we're starting to see, we're starting to get into some more environmental type justice stuff. Some books dealing with nature, books dealing with, uh, you know, the environment, how we connect more to that. Uh, we have a, I can't think of the name of this book right now. It's a book about black people in outside spaces and black people in the environment. So I just love 
for folks to be able to come in much as possible. One thing we do, Miss Emma, do we can special order books. So if you have a book that you're looking for, now for some hard book that you can't find really hard, but for something that you need to look for, if you don't want to go to the big A or some other place, let us know. We have a special book order reform on our website or come into the store. We can find it for you and order it for you. All right. Good to know. Mm-hmm. We're drawing to a close. We have, I think, less really than five minutes left. So is there anything that you want to share either to entrepreneurs, to the community, just any message that you and your wife want to share? Well, we want to say thanks and gratitudes and blessings to all who have helped us out and support us. We want to continue the, the spirit and energy that we learned from Brother Obi at Reflections because that was our home base. We felt a, seri- a, a, a feeling of disconnect. <laughs> I remember my mom used to come in town. We used to just spend a couple hours there just loading up the books and stuff like that. But my message is for us as a community is for us to keep going forward, us to keep working together, us to keep showing young people what we are doing. We're excited about our partnership with self-enhancement. We are excited about our partnership with Campfire, about building libraries for young people. So we have some special projects where we're trying to get some young black writers together in Oregon and represent from our store here. So we have some more authors coming in, in September. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be, just stay tuned, just stay touch, stay in touch. But thank y'all so much for y'all time and dedication of doing this for what, 20, 15 years? Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all, appreciate it. Thank you for being our guest today. And thank you for having, um just such a welcoming bookstore, just such a place of, of peace, you know, uh, uh, of culture. Uh, for many of us, it, it just gives a sense of coming home. So thank, thank you. you and your wife. Building a, a bookstore can be, any business is a daunting thing, especially ma'am. So yeah. for you to commit all that energy to books and knowledge, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you, and and you're absolutely right. This is a, this is our first bookstore, <laughs> so we're working <laughs> from scratch, and you know this it's a big community. The community has been helpful. I will say this: Powell has reached out, Broadway Books have reached out, and offer help and expertise to share us on their programs and platforms. So we're thankful for all the help we can get have gotten. Well, you've been listening to Black Book Talk on KBOO. And don't forget the Third Eye Books. (laughs) Peace and love. See you next month.